Welcome back to Edgework here on the Hammer Betting Network, a daily live NHL show Monday through Friday, 10.30 a.m. Eastern Time. Today is Friday, March 24th. Only three games on the schedule again here tonight. This is getting tiring, having to flip back and forth, back and forth of all the games, then to go to three games. But nonetheless, we do have best bets for you here tonight. Uh, as you can see here, so money joining me on this Friday. Rob switched over, went to the Thursday show yesterday, and so money. I think that, I mean, it's just a conspiracy at this point, but I think Rob might have did that, done that intentionally. He kept looking at the schedule on these Fridays and was like, there's no games, there's no games, and then just said, all right, forget it. So money can deal with the Friday show with minimal games. <laughs> what do you think about that there? I actually have a whole new respect for Rob because um, <laughs> usually on a Thursday morning, I come on, there's like, my phone is buzzing, lines are moving, um, all the notes are, are coming in from the NHL team, and this morning, I'm just we're sitting here twiddling my thumbs like I, I, I don't know <laughs> what to do, right? So only three games. Uh, we'll, we'll do our best to talk about it. I do have a bet um, in, um, and then um, we'll go from there. But uh, good on Rob. I think um, <laughs> I, I don't think I'd be able to do this every Friday. <laughs> yeah, I know that next week or the next time Rob asks, hey, can we switch? It's going to be uh, so money who says, no, 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 no yeah. not this week. <laughs> no. no switching yeah. this week. Uh, we'll look, look through all the games here tonight, though. And if anyone in the question, in the chat has any questions, please ma make sure to send them in there. You can send them in the comment section. We do see them in real time here on YouTube. So we'll get to all the comments that come through. We'll address those questions, anything like that. If you have generic questions, uh, even for so money in terms of handicapping games, processes, things like that, we can answer those here as well, especially with the lighter slate tonight. We'll have a little bit more time to get through those. Uh, and if you have any questions about the games, or you have your own best bet, then we can uh, address those as well. So, uh, so money I'm seeing here already. We're getting injury news. JJ5 saying line A out tonight for Columbus. So there you go. Starting off strong. Uh, and then uh, uh, Matthew Bingham, before we get into the games, but bringing up your Canucks looking pretty good lately. Eight and two in their last 10. They must really hate Bedard. Uh, what are your thoughts on where the Canucks are at? I'll just ask you that before we get into the games. What are your thoughts on what the Canucks are doing and their anti-Bedard play lately? Well, at this point, because since since we're going to finish 11th in the conference anyways, <laughs> um, we're already there. So you you make the best of the situation that you're in. So just play strong rest of the year. Make sure everybody's healthy. Um, look at who can play, who who's going to be around for, for for next season and Work on your buyouts, and then and we'll go from there. <laughs> Work on the buyouts. That's pain. Uh, do you do you think there's anything to take into account? Do you believe there's anything to the idea that finishing this season strong could lead them into the next season on the right foot? It's tough. It, it's tough because usually I would say that it probably has no bearing for most teams, but for a team like the Canucks who are kind of developing their core and they've made their decision on um, kind of the core guys that 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 we are going to be mo moving forward with as well as um, as as well as where this team came from in the sense that clearly there was some sort of division in the locker room clearly there was um, cohesion that needed that that needed to be um, needed to come to the forefront here so in in that sense I do think it matters for for the Canucks because we are going to have this a lot of the same guys back. Um, Rick talk, it's only going to get what, like 25 games or so. So I think, um, I, I think it does matter in the case of the Canucks. Right. 
and uh, Jeff also saying here in the chat, uh, just get Todd on Fridays. I'm sure you can still find 15 shots on gold props, props even with only there you go. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's what we'll have to do. And uh, Todd recently added to the repertoire so many. I don't know if you saw, but he added uh, penalty minute props. He's now back. So yeah. just adding that in, we're building it up it. here. Um, all right, let's get to tonight's game. We'll start with the first game here. I know you have a play in it. I just announced, uh, according to JJ5 here in the chat, bringing up that uh, there is no line A here tonight for Columbus, but the New York Islanders heading into Columbus tonight on the road. This team is 7-2-1 in their last 10. They're currently holding on to the first wildcard spot in the East, and it's a tight gap. You're looking at two points up over Pittsburgh, three points up over Florida. They got the same games played as both of those teams. They're on a three-game win streak now now you just coming off a big win against the Leafs the other night seven to two looks like Brock Nelson should be good to go but in this one you're not looking at laying the minus 192 with the Islanders instead you're looking at the total why would that be in this game let's just go ahead and lock in that over right now um because it is on the move uh we should that that six one one fifteen is perfect <clears throat> all right there you perfect. go yeah, so um, it is it it is on the move. So uh, for for the Islanders, I think that this might be a spot to give um Sorokin a bit of a breather here. Varlamov has been good, um, he has been good th- this season, but again, he is still a still a downgrade. Um, so we do get that upside in case that Varlamov does start. We know that we're that we're on the six all already. Um, besides the Leafs game, the Islanders have actually improved improved their defensive play quite a bit. Um, they, they are actually generating more than um, than what we have become accustomed to um, um, over the years in the in in Islanders games as well. Now they are playing Columbus who at this point has no interest playing any any sort of defense as all, at all. So I think that it might be a little bit of a of a break for the Islanders kind of um, getting their game continuing to get their offensive game going um while the while the blue jackets want to play pond hockey um Merzlikens is back with columbus um i don't think they'll give him the start it look, hutchinson has been confirmed so that just came in right now so uh, hutchinson starts which was the other other upside here um on on this play so we're getting a horrific goalie in hutchinson we're getting a downgrade from from sorokin we're getting an Islanders team that is generating offensively and they get a bit of a break playing against a very weak defensive team in Columbus. And the Islanders don't really need to tighten up that much defensively. So that could be a, a bit of a break for them. So I did play the six. Um, still hoping for Varlamov, but um, I, I think this I think the over six is the way to go here. All right, so we did lock in the over six, minus 115. We're looking around uh, minus 120s out there as well, still available uh, on some different books. So make sure you shop around. And again, if you do want to uh, sign up for some new books, you see a book here that you don't have and you would like to be able to bet at, you can find in the link in the description of this video, there is a link for you to be able to sign up for new sports books. It does help out us here on the uh, the Edgework show. So if you want to sign up, please make sure to use that link. We're not going to lie to you that helps us continue to make the content here that we do so check that out click the link in the description so money i do want to ask you though looking at the over six minus 115 would you have any interest in the over six and a half here at a plus money price what would you need out of that plus money and then also on top of that how far would you go with this over six would you play the minus 120s on this 
I would play the play the one twenties on, on on the six 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 and a half if we can get. Um, let me just do the conversion here. Um, plus one fifteen on the six and a half would be good. Okay. And um and and Liney is out as well, but um, but but the premise of this of, of this bet is mostly on um on the Islanders scoring. So, um, <clears throat> would like a couple of goals from Columbus, and I think that. That's 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 going to be enough for us to get the over. Okay, and uh, Matthew Bingham saying here might be a good get right spot yeah. for Horvat. Only has one point, not goal point in March, eight games, still averaging three shots per game. It also hurts because he was playing with Matthew Barzell as well, right? So, so you yeah. so, so you take away a guy like that, and yeah, you're gonna you're you're gonna suffer a bit. But he is doing the right things in terms of um of his of his defensive play as well. So it looks like he's. He's he's completely integrated in, into that lineup, so I don't I don't I don't worry about him too much. And when Barzell, hopefully when Barzell comes back, um, then 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 we should see a spike in his numbers as well. All right, now we'll move on to the next two games for uh, just transparency to people. We don't have two plays set up here in either of these games, but we'll break each of them down. Maybe we can find something to look for. Maybe we could find a play that we might be interested in if the, if it moves a certain way, but. We'll start with the New Jersey uh, Buffalo Sabres game. New Jersey on the road at Buffalo tonight. New Jersey continues to chug along. Looking at them right now, they're second in the Metro and close that gap on Carolina a little bit. Only two points back now. Uh, but even the Rangers have caught up to an extent here. Looking at them, four points back of New Jersey. Whereas looking even a week ago, they seemed like they were about eight points, nine points back of New Jersey. They were trailing off a little bit, but... New Jersey coming into this one, they're 5-3-2 and two in their last 10. On the road, they've been very good so far this year, 26-5-4, and four, going up against a Buffalo team here tonight at home who is on a four-game losing streak. They're 2-6-2 two, two in their last 10, and they have now fallen to eight points out of a playoff spot. Is there anything in this game so money at all that could entice you to place a bet? Is there anything that could drag you in, or is this completely a stay-away game? It's not completely a stay away. So um, the the Devils have lost four of their last five, but really the only loss that I dinged them for was the loss in in Florida, and they had a two nothing third period lead in that game. So I'm not I'm, I'm not concerned about them at all. Um, they are continuing their strong offensive play right now, even though even though the goals um, they're not coming in as consistently as their me- as their metrics as their metrics would would dictate. Um, and if you want to kind of get right offensively, well, what better way to do so than a game against the Sabres, who, right. like Columbus, um, have absolutely no interest in playing defense right now. Now, I did look at the over. I think that it's been bet into place uh, with a very juice six and a half, seven. Um, if that dips a little, I have interest in the over. Um, I think that um, this... This would be a game for the Devils to start putting up some goals here. Um, I know that they've struggled with their power play a bit. They've um, they kind of moved some guys around. So I think that um, this might be a situation where the where where, where the Devils are able to to uh, put, uh, put put up some goals. Even even if you want to look at the team total on the Devils, I think that's fine. Although what concerns me about their that is that there's some uncertainty with the um, with the with the with the Buffalo goaltending right now. Um, they got a new kid there taking practice, so I'm just waiting to see if um, if uh, he's 
who, who who's going to start there. I don't want to be in a situation that I was in the Ottawa Pittsburgh game where I got <laughs> Dylan Ferguson. So yeah. um, I think that yeah, I want to <laughs> I want to wait a bit until I get some uh, confirmation on the on the Buffalo goalie, but um, UPL. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think that, um, yeah, he's been, he's been struggling as well. So I think we can actually go ahead and lock in the, uh, the devil's team total over. Um, I like that better than the, um, Oh no. Over three and a half minus one forty two. No, no, it's been juiced out. So, okay. If that, if that, if that dips a bit, um, we'll be good. So either, (laughs) um, either if that, if that game total comes down a bit or that team total comes down, that's the way that I'd be looking. But I'm not laying minus 142 right now on that. Okay, yeah, that's fair enough. So uh, for anyone keeping track here, we got close to locking in the over 3.5 on the Devils team total, and then just scrap that. It is currently sitting at minus 142 we're looking at. Um, so that is a no-go there. Uh, but if you're looking at the full game here, so many you talked about, maybe you'd have some interest in the full game total. What would you need it to get to there? Would you let, Would you still play it at an over seven if it got to a certain price? Would you need it to go down to a six and a half? And where would you play it at that? Like, what would you be looking for in those? Yeah, in the, in today's NHL, I, I actually have no problem playing over sevens, which sounds which sounds ridiculous if you um, <laughs> if you had asked me that like three four years ago. But um, in in this situation, where I'd we're 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 pretty much at a at a seven right now, so. Um, over seven, when I do the conversion, it's about plus one sixteen that I would need on the okay. over. So I'm um, plus plus one sixteen on the over seven would be would be what would be what I would targeting. Um, on the on on the six and a half, I would need I would go up to minus one thirty in this case on the six and a half. Okay, so. If you are shopping around at different books, you can see there's a plus 115 out there on the over seven. It's not quite where so many needs it at for the plus 116. Uh, and in terms of the over six and a half, we seem to be somewhat farther off. You can find a minus 135. There is one hanging around. But for the most part, you're sitting at basically minus 140 or higher or lower, however you'd like to say that. But uh, on those over six and a halfs there. So someone who's looking for a minus 130. Now there is another question here for you. We did pull up the screen. We looked at the team total over three and a half minus 142 for New Jersey. Derek Vanderwall here is asking what's a price to target on the team total. He's seeing minus 135 out there for some, a book that he has. What is there anything specifically that you would look at a number that you would need to get to for the team total on New Jersey? Yeah. So for the, on the spot, <laughs> No, you're not, no, no, it, it's it's fine. Let me just bring it up here. So, um, on the team total where I have New Jersey projected, I would need them. Yeah, I'm way off. I I would have needed them minus one twenty five, and okay. that's just not going to work out. Okay, so still a little too much, even on the minus one thirty five. So, uh, maybe that would be a way to stay away. But um, that a that a comment here here for the race to four goals. Um, at at, at plus one hundred, I think that that's a uh, that might be interesting there too. How would you play the race to the four goals there? Would you evaluate that different, any different, like how you obviously would evaluate it differently, but how differently do you evaluate this? Because in a situation where you're going to play New Jersey over three and a half, 
obviously Buffalo still could get to the four. Maybe in this situation, you're not anticipating them to get to the four. You're kind of thinking this is devils all the way. They're going to get to the four first. It's not going to be an issue there, but you do still have to account for in this one uh, that Buffalo could get that. Now, how do you kind of break this down and determine where a fair price would be on them in that situation? So I think that that plus 100 um, is a little low. Um, it is it is an interesting way to 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 look at it. I think that you have to look at the you have to look at the game line and kind of what your what 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 your projections are. In in this case, um, I see New Jersey as a clear favorite both in the market and 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 with my with my numbers as well. I don't um, I don't foresee Buffalo giving them a lot of trouble today. So um, when you're in a situation where you know that you have a heavy favorite, you have a struggling goalie who's going to start for Buffalo, you have a struggling team. Um, I in in the Sabres defensively, I think it's pretty it's pretty fair to think that um, that that New Jersey is going to get to four goals. Now um, it is still the NHL and it is still tough. Yeah. Um, as hard as it is, as easy as it seems sometimes in, in the NHL, it's still tough to get four goals. So um, I think I, w- I, I would want a I would want more than plus 100. But um, when you look at something like that, I think that that's a that's an interesting alternative as well. I would I would need to spend more time on that. Um, but I think that that's a that, that, that would be a good way to look at it. All right. Fair enough. I think these uh, markets are always interesting to look at as we're adding more and more. And I mean, even looking at like FanDuel, they continue to promote the first to five shots on goal. And it's like whether or not you can find an edge in those things. But regardless, they are interesting markets to continue to watch. Uh, There you go. Insight saying Devils team total over three and a half minus 122 in regulation. Regulation. But yeah, that's the only thing you're going to battle with the regulation on that one. So yeah. have to take that into account especially someone you're saying you're looking at 125 on the team total that's not including right that's not regulation that's including overtime correct yeah exactly yeah so uh maybe uh watch out for that one watch out for those uh rules and conditions going to hit so with some tnc's and then you might end up losing your bet there but final game of the night We'll go through this one. If there are more questions in the chat, we will continue to break them down. I'll bring them up here on the show. But last game we're going to look at, the Arizona Coyotes on the road to take on the Colorado Avalanche. Arizona right now 6-1-3 and three in their last 10. They're on a two-game losing streak, though, coming into this one. Uh, very, very poor team on the road, 7-22-9 so far this season. Whereas Colorado at home... Uh, Looking at this one, they're going to look for a bounce-back spot after their 5-2 loss to the Penguins the other night. They are currently sitting third in the Central right now, three points back of Minnesota, four points back of Dallas. you got two games in hand on both of those teams. 7-2-1 in their last 10. This is another spot, a huge price here tonight. Are we potentially looking Coyotes minus one and a half, flip the line, alt line on this one here, so money. <laughs> Well, who's going to be the goalie for Colorado? And I'll have a better answer. Um, I'm very impressed with 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 the Coyotes. I think that it would have been so easy for them to just um, to just wrap it up for the season. Um, they're a young team, um, but they're playing hard. They're playing with structure um, as much as you can with that lineup, and they're also getting good goaltending as well. So I'm I'm very impressed with that team. Of course, we are going into into Colorado and as you mentioned they do struggle on the road um but they just played Colorado um I think a couple of weeks ago now or a week ago or something and and then 
and they and they played them tough. So um, I think that this team has shown that they can they can hang in there, even though um, even when they are overmatched, which which, which they are in most cases. So um, I don't like Arizona on the money line. I don't I don't like them on the plus one and a half line either. But on the off chance that we get our friend Jonas Johansson in net for Colorado, um, I think that we that 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 we would be looking at, at a at um at the over there which is what we should always be doing when we have Jonas Johansson in net now Colorado does have a back-to-back coming up so realistically I doubt that we'll see him today but um or we'll see him tonight but that's something to keep an eye on um when you see Jonas Johansson you go about all the overs run to the window or taking alt lines there that's what it happened uh that was one thing i was talking about i was laughing watching the game i watched that colorado uh senators game and that was the day that we were talking about here on the show for anyone who missed it so money was on Jonas johansson watch i think that we locked it in at six and a half we took the over and so money said that if Jonas johansson played we were looking at seven, seven and a half, eight, eight and a half, nine and a half. and uh what did it finish at it was like Six five five four was that what it was? Yeah, and um, and at the very end of the game, he makes it just one of the save of the year candidates. Um, yeah, year candidates as well, of course, right? With that, with that skate save. Otherwise, we would have gotten overtime. Would have gotten even more goals. So, yeah, yeah I think uh, let's uh, let's let's keep an eye out for him. I doubt that it happens, but um, um, yeah, if he's in, if he's in, we go. So uh, there is a. A bet here in the chat. Daniel H said uh, his first bet last night was first period puck line minus point mm-hmm. five plus one hundred uh, uh, win. Uh, looking at this right now as it stands, that is gone. You can cut, find a minus one oh four. Uh, is first period markets anything that you've gotten yourself into this year? So money is that something that piques your interest at all? Have you been able to find edges in those? So I haven't uh, spent a lot of time on the first period market. Um, I think that that would be something that I would like to get into. I think that um, as as the menu expands, um, I think that those kind of um, bets or um, would be would 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 offer value, especially as the full game and and total markets really tighten up here. As we right. as we go year year to year, I think that derivatives would be um, would be the way to go as the as 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 as, as we're expanding. So um, yeah, I I would like to spend more time on that, but. I but I haven't up to this point. Right. And now thoughts on this cuz Daniel's saying though they'll be he'll be at the game. Uh so he had to although he thinks Arizona will be a live dog. Live betting. Is this something you have gotten into this year? I had Alex B Smith talk about it the other day. Uh, I think it might have been last week at some point his he was talking about live betting team to score next, finding situations in that, uh, identifying different ones where it was an interesting strategy. He was talking about if a team goes on the power play, but you think that the other team's penalty kill is good enough to kill it off, oftentimes you can bet on the team who's on the pow- uh, penalty kill excuse me, at a plus money price to score next goal based on the fact that the team who's on the power play is likely going to be favored to score next and then picking off different opportunities like that. Now, that's obviously a very specific market to pick off there. There are many others that you can identify. Is live betting something that you've gotten into? Is it something you avoid, you stay away from? Like, where do you kind of come in on the live betting side of things? I love live betting. Um, I do it I, I, I do it quite a bit. I think that... Um, 
you have to be really careful as well because there's um there's very specific things that I'm looking for when I'm betting live. Um, so everything in live betting, um, they're generally really sharp lines because they're dealing with algorithms and like historical data that um, that we can't calculate um, quicker than they can, right? But where the edge comes in and where that's deficient is when you see, so I'll, I'll, I'll give a perfect example. In the Edmonton, um, Edmonton Seattle game um, on the weekend, we had Grubauer and Ned, and then he left and Martin Jones came in. Now, there's no secret how I feel about Martin Jones, right? Like he's he's a sieve, right? So when he <laughs> when when he comes in, I know immediately that that um, that the live lines aren't gonna pick up on that right away. You have to get someone in manually to make that adjustment. So for that first little bit, when when I'm watching the game and he's coming in, everything is based on their historical algorithm. So at that moment, you have value. Um, assuming that your numbers are right, um, you have value on Edmonton scoring the next goal. You have value on the over in that game. Um, you have the value on Edmonton puck line if you want, right? They were up, um, I think they were up a goal in that game. So um, I think if you can identify those kind of situations where you have an edge over, like an informational edge over the historical algorithmic data, that is when you can find the edge in in live markets. And that is what I'm looking for when I'm, when I'm betting live. Okay. So it is tough to get to, or tough to, uh, to be able to be, especially with how sharp they are, but there are definitely situations to be able to get in there and do so. So if you, that is something you have any interest in, make sure to, uh, uh, make sure to be sharp on it and sticking around looking at the lines as they move quickly and being able to monitor game situations. Um, but even here, uh, Mike Bromberg saying live betting is tough when watching t on TV, depending on how fast your cable slash stream is, it can make a huge different difference can be held behind 90 seconds at times. Absolutely. And that's um, for when you're betting a basketball game, for example, you want to bet it during the, during the commercials, because obviously it moves a lot quicker. Now um, when I'm watching a Canucks game on TV, um, if it's a home game, then the delay is six seconds. If it's a road game, it's nine seconds. If I'm watching a auto market game, it's about 14 seconds. And then if I'm watching a um, game on like NHL Game Center, that's auto market. Yeah, it could be up to 90 seconds, right? Like that's that's that that's a big disadvantage that you're at. So um, it 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 depends what I'm watching. Um, I kind of have a chart of like um, like even like the different stations that get that we get and, and I'm watching the games, how, um, how, how much the lag is. So like at that point I can kind of figure out like, like what's happening. So like, for example, if I'm watching a game and um, if the, the, if, if the live lines are up and like, if everything suddenly blacks out, right. I know something happened. Either there's, there, there's a, there's a delayed penalty, which that blackout would be for about two to three seconds when there's a delayed penalty. If it's for more than that, then I know that a goal has happened, right? So at that point, you can kind of see who's who's who who's moving slower on that. So it's those kind of things that I chart. Um, um, different stations that you get are going to have different legs, and then different teams that are transmitting, they're going to have different legs as well. Like like coming from Bally's in in the Florida Panthers game. There's going to be a lot more leg there than than an Oilers game on Sportsnet. Right, right, 
Fair enough. Yeah, it's something where every now and then, I mean, for myself, for Leafs games, I have uh, like score notifications on. So I get notifications and there's times where I'm watching the game and then I get a little buzz and it's like the pucks in the neutral zone. I'm like, oh, come on. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I know it's about to happen here. Damn it. Uh, Those things happen. It happens. Um, All right. I want to ask you before we wrap this thing up, you said next year you're going to start looking a little bit more into the props. Now, I'm curious. You're going to spend some time over the summer. NHL season wraps up. It's not going to be something you're going to add on now while the season's still going on. But you go into the summer. What is your process? What's your even thought process going into that and being able to add these props? Where do you start? How do you kind of get into that? What do you look at first? What do you do for uh, for starting to build up a repertoire to be able to attack the prop market? So I do want to look at shots on goals first. I think that um, there's... So from my understanding and like what what I've looked at, there's there's a correlation between the teams that give up shots based on based based on positional data. So there's the the way that the teams structure the defense where um where the opposing center might be more inclined to get more shots or like a left wing or like or like whatever it is. Maybe maybe a team collapses more on defense and you have um, and they give up more shots um, against the opposing um, against the op- opposing defensemen. So it's more those kind of structural things that I want to look at first, and then kind of build out. So if you have a team that is um, that is giving up more shots to like defensemen than like the rest of the league, why why is that the case, right? And like so like I want to spend more time on that. Then like if that particular team is collapsing when they play defense and they're backing up, is that the case for 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 um for the other teams that play like that as well so it's more I'm, i want to start more from like a fundamental kind of structural sense in that sense and then um bug uh, todd cordell and uh rob pozola a lot <laughs> to like try to figure out how i can um kind of in incorporate that kind of information yeah i think those are interesting especially when i hear todd talking about some of them he's talking about teams tendencies to give up shots to left wingers and it's like it's obviously makes sense and this is something to be able to yeah. attack there but it's it's something i wouldn't have even really thought of ahead of doing the show and getting to learn from all you guys and hearing this stuff on a daily basis like yeah these are things that you can get access to that information you can build those things out you can find that kind of stuff it is interesting to see and then you can start to uh distinguish some edges within that but I definitely think that that's useful information for people out there as well who might be looking to attack some of these as well. Um, I'm seeing a question here. Connor Hartle asking, are points bet races uh, to four a three-way market? Caesar says Devils plus 105 race to four, but there is uh, a neither option. Uh, I don't know if you have the answer to that so many. I do not. I don't know. I uh, hope maybe someone in the chat can help out, but I do not have the answer to that uh, myself. Yeah, if there if there is a neither option, then that's a three way market. So you're so you got to be careful there. Yeah, that would be the three way market on Caesars. Uh, I think Carter was asking if there was one. If there is on, uh, oh, there you go, Jeff McBride saying it is a three way on points bet as well. So yeah, look out for that as well. Um, all right, that'll about do it for today's show here. So money, I appreciate you hopping in. We do have, we'll recap here quickly. We do have one best bet here for tonight. There's three games, uh, not the greatest games, not the greatest opportunities for betting here tonight, but uh, I'm sure there's still going to be opportunities for live betting as so money brought up some different strategies and things to look at here tonight. So keep your eye on the games, but our one best bet for tonight, we are looking at the over six 
minus 115 in the Islanders Blue Jackets game. That is over six minus 115 in the Islanders Blue Jackets game. And that is for a full unit here tonight. Uh, as you can see yesterday, we were down about a unit uh, on the day on seven bets. Ended up with a negative 12.3% ROI, but still up on the season, doing well so far this year. So uh, if you want to track, <laughs> yeah, I know, <laughs> I know. Uh, if you do want to track the picks uh, here so far on the season, see what we've done. You want to see our historicals, you can go to the BetStamp app. You can find it in iOS and Android, and you can find that uh, on web as well. You can find us in the Find better section as Edgework HQ. Make sure to give us a follow. You see our record, our ROI, uh, total units that we are up so far in the season. You can see all the bets that we've given out so far this year and uh, track them back for this season. But thank you to everyone who tuned in here today. Again, if you do want to sign up at New Sports Books, you can find the link to that in the description of this video. And if you haven't already, make sure to hit subscribe on this channel, like this video. That helps us uh, continue to grow this. So money has up on the screen there. That is absolutely perfect. Smash it. Smash the like button. Smash the subscribe. Smash it. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. So money. Thanks for hopping in on fr on this Friday. Not only will I see the chat back here next Monday, but I will see you here Monday as well. 10.30 a.m. Eastern time. Looking forward to it. Enjoy your weekend. So money. Enjoy your weekend, everyone in the chat. And as always, good luck on your bets tonight.